Welcome to the Love Grove Podcast, where we talk about marriage, life, faith, current events, and everything in between. Oh, and most importantly, love. Learn how to live your best life in our world today. Hey, what up, people? This is Dami. And this is Meredith. And today we're going to be talking about five myths that is trouble for your marriage. Trouble for your marriage. Yep. Definitely don't want that. Nope, not at all. So the five things that we're going to talk about are basically just practical ways. Things that you can, you know, pinpoint in your own marriage, your own relationships to say, hey, these are some things that I want to avoid. Because for one, who wants trouble in their relationship or their marriage? For one, trouble comes automatically. So you don't need no help with that. No. So if you can (laughs) avoid adding to what's naturally going to happen, then I think we can, you know, establish some healthy marriages, which is important because a healthy marriage affects everything. It affects stress, anxiety. It it affects your children. It affects your family. Um, It's everyone's impacted. So I think it's one of those things that we've got to figure out for one, what is a myth? And once we define what a myth is, then we're going to get down into the practical five things that we're going to talk about. So a myth is like a false belief or a false idea of something that basically causes you to act or react in a way of what you believe. So if a myth is a lie, it's basically what it is. It's a false belief. It's not true. It's not true. So if we can nip all these in the bud, which is a country Louisiana thing, (laughs) nip it in the bud. Uh If we can nip all these things in the bud, then we can look at our relationships. We can look at our marriages. And And ways to improve it. Absolutely. And be healthier and happier and stronger. And like Dom said, the improvement. I think this is so important because your marriage is not going to be 100% all the time. Or it's not going to be 100% in the beginning. Or the end. It's going to be a constant working it out. Oh, yeah. Yeah, doing it every single day. Yeah. Moving towards that that place of, of perfection. I mean, you'll never be perfect, but just moving towards that space, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But I feel like if you look at it in that way and you have that viewpoint of it, you'll make it right. And oh, yeah. you'll make it great. Most and definitely. If you put, if you have that idea and that mindset... I mean, you can't lose with that type of mindset. No. Because you're you're putting in 100%. Like, I know some people talk about, oh, if my husband only gave 50% and I gave 50%, everyone should come with 100. Have to. 100, 100. 100, 100. There's no halfway <laughs> doing stuff here. No. And it's not fair that one person is pulling the weight and one person's not. You that's to- what it all boils down to. Because if one person is bringing 50, the next person is bringing 50. Yeah. Things ain't gonna work out. No. Because you want to bring, you want to bring your best. Yes. At, at all times. At all times. Even just think about for people who are presently, like physically there, but not in their mind there. Right. And they're not emotionally That's the checked word. in. You have to be present. Yeah. Being present. It's a must that you be present. Yeah. And if you're not present, even though you're physically in your, your body's there. Right. But if you're not present, people And another know thing I dislike is when you're in a relationship and, um, you don't feel like you're dragging someone. Like yeah. they never have an idea of what they want. You always have to form their ideas for yeah. them. Yeah. That's the worst. Yeah. That's a huge turn off. Yeah. We've had this conversation before. Right. It's this, like, what do you want? It's like, yeah. don't the, just go along with what I'm saying. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The one thing, if you really want to get on Dominique's last nerve, like if you want to like last, last, last nerve is be indecisive. Oh my God. That is the worst. <laughs> 
hates that. I mean, even down to like where you're want to eat, right? You would get upset. Is is not good. He's he's it's like pick something, right? And then he's like, okay, I know what I want, right? You need to know what you want. But see, here's my thing with it. Okay, since we want to talk, let's talk about let's have marriage counseling <laughs> right now. But this is my thing about it, right? I am the type of person that I want what he wants. Come on. That's then, the, no, no, no. But that's, lo- <laughs> but then, that's a cop out. <laughs> no, it's not. It's true. No, no, no. Because you have a brain of your own. I know. But sometimes when it comes to, especially picking a place to eat, right. which we all know this is like grounds for divorce. Everyone has divorced <laughs> or wanted to divorce their spouse over this for one way or the other. Right. Because it starts out small, but it turns into this huge thing. Like... Always about where where do you want to eat? Okay, well I know what I don't want, right? And I but know what do you want? And I know what Dom doesn't want too. Like I know right. there's certain things and certain types of food he wants to avoid. Right. Well, I'm usually the one who know what I want. Yeah. But you're the one who's indecisive. I know what I don't want. So then when Dom will say something or say a, a place, I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. And then right. Dom's like, is that what you want? Well, if that's what you want. So I'm like, he oh my hates god! That. What do you want? <laughs> I'm getting mad just thinking about it now. <laughs> I know you are. It's crazy. I know. Let's 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 switch to topics because yeah, we don't switch, want the, switch gears. We don't want the podcast to go sour or because <laughs> Dom Dom gets hot about stuff like that. Hey, come on. So he's like, because he wants you to you know think think on your own, say what you want, and if it's not what he wants, then and we'll go to a different different place. That's one thing that I like about Meredith. She knows what she wants. She's a woman that's very headstrong and she she knows how to get things done that's one of the main things that i love about her but when it comes to a little small stuff like that oh yeah. my god that, i'm terrible that gets under my skin i know i'm terrible i can make <laughs> major life decisions i just can't do the small ones <laughs> and the small things is what really matter <laughs> so oh yeah that's what stinks oh yeah but there needs to be a balance though <laughs> yeah you're really good with the like the bigger things, and I'm like the fine tuning person. Yeah, you're the detailed person. I come behind and I iron out all the yeah. jagged edges. You yeah, know, that's true. That's true. So everyone has to play their lane. You know. Yeah. One well, going back, let's let's go back to positive. Is going back to um, the five myths. The thing that we want to talk about is the perspective of marriage and how people who have viewed marriage and how your experience on what marriage is. For instance, me and you have a different perspective of marriage based on our parents. You know, both of our parents had two individual different relationships. Different types of marriages, yeah. Right. So in in my perspective and how I viewed marriage, it was all coming down to, I didn't really see my parents fight. I never saw them argue. I never saw them. I would see them like get mad at each other and all that kind of stuff. But I would right. never like see the knockdown drag out. I remember going to school and people would talk about, Oh man, I saw my mom throw a pot at my dad or throwing <laughs> pots and pans. And I never experienced that. And I was oh seriously was jealous. Right. I really wanted to see my mom throw a pot no. and pan at my dad. But then because, because everything was <laughs> wow, so, man. I know it sounds <laughs> awful, but everything was so kumbaya. Right. Even though that's not what it really was. Right. I know my parents had real issues and I know oh, whatever, yeah. but I didn't get to they see those They just chose things. to not display they, it in front of you and Lauren. You absolutely. Know? So. And so, and I, that's healthy. I right. mean, that's healthy. But then you also have the flip side of it is, is you don't really see how they work through the issues. Right. You know, you don't I mean, ever it's see. It's not anything. your place to, because you're a no, kid. You know not. what I'm saying? No, it's not. And so 
it's one of those things is does that, but how you view marriage growing right. up, does that affect your own marriage? No, I don't think so because my parents' marriage wasn't perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my father was never in the, the house, right? you know, cause he was on the street on drugs, you know what I'm saying? Right. But my mother was the single parent. Yeah. She was a strong woman. She is a strong woman. Yeah, she is. And, um, she made it happen. Right. Um, but I said to myself that I would make sure that when I get involved with the woman that I love and we decide to take that step to get married, that I would make my marriage an awesome marriage. Right. And I think people use that excuse as, oh, well, my parents didn't have a good marriage, so that's why I messed up in the head. Right. That's a huge cop out. Yeah. You choose what you want in life. Absolutely. And if you want a great marriage, you can have a great marriage. Right. You have to put the work in. And you have to make sure that everything you do in your life is a step towards that perfect place. Right. But, you know, try to obtain that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. But everything is a choice. Absolutely. Everything's a choice. And and what's hard is when you're dealing with humans that each have their own choice. You know, the, the bad part about on your mom's side is that your dad didn't choose her. And that was, and that was hard. Right. And even though she continued to choose him. Right. He elected not to because right. he chose. There was addiction there, and yeah, you know, drugs is a it's serious, serious thing. thing. It is. So when you're talking about, you know, both people putting a hundred percent in, right. you're not getting. She's not. She didn't get the same in return. No. And that's that's that stinks. It and it, sucks. and it could happen to anybody. It can. I mean, anyone listening to this podcast now, you maybe have experienced that in your own marriage, or you may have experienced that in seeing how your parents were. I mean, it may right. be your mom, or your dad, or whoever. But still in the same thing as you cannot have a tainted view of marriage because you didn't see a successful one. Exactly. And I think this is where you have to put in the work. Make sure that you put the work in. Make sure that you're putting the, excuse me. <laughs> there she go again. <laughs> the oh, cough Lord. again. I think there's something in this room. Hold up. I'm going to say it. <laughs> you better sip some. Sip it slow. <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I don't know what it is. All right. Back <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> but in that marriage and all that, you've got to, you've got to put in the work in yourself. You can't expect someone else to put the work in if you're not going to do the same. So the number one myth that we want to talk about, um, out of the five is that there's this, and I'm going to put, I'm, I'm, you can't see me. You can only hear me. I'm doing air quotations over. <laughs> yeah, she there is. is the one, the only one for you. On, on the earth, on the planet. And the issue with this is, is that you have compatibility with probably I think you need several. to repeat that because. It was messed up? Yeah. My voice is messed up? Yeah, it was oh, there up. is the one, air quotation, mm-hmm. is that there is the only one person out there for you. Okay. The one. Right. Okay. So. I got it that time. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with you. So. In that, I feel like there's a lot of people who you can be compatible with. The com- right. When you're talking about compatibility, right. you're talking about likes and dislikes, hobbies. But there's things. always something missing. Always. Well, I feel like, okay, so we talked about this a little bit earlier today. But, you know, we're believers. And so in what you in what you believe, and when I use the word term believers, I mean in believing we love in, Jesus. in Jesus Christ. We believe that Jesus died and rose again. <laughs> We believe in the Trinity, the Father, God, and the Holy Ghost. <laughs> the Father what? <laughs> the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Oh, <laughs> That's why I said Father, Son, and yeah, Father, Holy, Son, Ghost. Holy Ghost. But well, you what know, you thought I said? <laughs> I don't know. 
I was probably golfing. <laughs> but in that, in that belief, Bloodstained is <laughs> stupid. We, um, and I don't want to use the word feel because feel is ne- never something we want to base our beliefs on. Right. But you almost have to really be like, you know, God, there's always the what he's designed us to do, right. what he's designed us for, and who he's designed us for. Exactly. But there's also the people's will, and that's their mind, their will, and the yeah, emotions. Yeah, free will, yeah. So you have the free will to choose whether you want to follow God or you don't want to follow God based right. on your life experience. Well, in that, it's not fair for the person to actually have the one, the one person, and then you miss out on our marriage or you miss out on a relationship because that person didn't choose you or that person didn't choose to go on the path they were supposed to. Right. So you have that, you know, some people are like, Oh, you have that one person. But then my thing is this, what if that one person fails your marriage? What if that one person doesn't put that in there? So then where you, you're left with nothing. But I also think that, um, (coughs) as individuals and, and as a couple, you know, we're supposed to help push those people to make the right decisions. Right. And if they say they want the relationship that much, you should be there by their side and, and help them make that decision. Right. You never want to give up on anybody. Right. But then you also have to know when to draw the line. That's true. And say, you've got to show me something. Right. So in that, is this is this the person that you want to struggle with? You know, it's a good question because there's two different phases of a relationship. You have your dating and you have your marriage, right. right? Well, your dating is really not even the start of your relationship. See, most people would think that that's your main relationship, but really, if you think about it, the dating is how you're choosing your relationship. Exactly. You know, your dating part is saying, Hey, uh, this person has this, this, this qualities that I want. These are the things that I dislike, but Hey, I can hang with them. I can deal with them. Right. And I'm going to go on, but you never want to settle though. No, you don't ever want to settle. But in the process of dating, this is where you your moral compass chooses. Process of elimination. Absolutely. <laughs> but then you also have to know, you know, after you've made that commitment with that person, that's where your relationship begins to start. And, and at that point is where you make sure that, you know, I'm going to make this right. And when I say that is when, I, when I'm talking about marriage, I'm going to make sure that I do everything possible so that this can succeed exactly. because you should have already done the weeding out in, in your, in part. your dating part. Right. You know, you don't wait till you're married to you to want to start picking these things out. Yeah. Right. till you start picking and choosing things you like and you dislike. Exactly. These are all things you should have filtered out when you were just dating. Should them. have been done. Right. Absolutely. So when you're like talking about the one, you know, you've got to figure out if that's the person that you're going to make it work with. Right. That you're going to make it right. And you're going to choose and choose that person. You know, you got to make sure that's going a constant right out choice. the storm, man. Right out the storm. <laughs> now we're going to go on to myth number so two. <laughs> we're going to write out. See, you got me saying right out. <laughs> we're going to write out myth number two. Myth, myth number, two. number two is the belief that you should, and I put air quotes on should, always want to be together. No. And this is a tough one because in the beginning of your relationship. You're and, always together. And Dom and I can witness this. Is that you have the infatuation stage. Oh, yeah. The lustful stage. Oh, Lord. Leave it to you to say that. <laughs> but in, that, in the very beginning, it's everything's kumbaya. Everything right. is 
is um, everyone's putting their best foot Lovey forward. Yep. You know, every everywhere you go, you're holding hands. Everywhere you mm-hmm. go, you're rubbing. We each still hold hands. No, I'm no. I Eight knew, years in, I we knew, still hold hands everywhere knew, we go. Oh my god, I knew you were gonna say uh-huh. that. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying is like you're always. Um, how could I say this without being Sounding crazy? crazy. Um, I tried to do. I, <laughs> almost like you that you're that you're proving right. You're proving to other people that you haven't established a relationship. Right. I've, I'm I'm thinking that's where I'm trying to go with it. That's what you think you're trying I'm, to I think. Oh, okay. I don't know. All right, babe. But in Take that is, time, you like. shouldn't always, you shouldn't always feel, right, like you have to be always together right. for the marriage to work. I agree. Right. I mean, the time and the connection is important, right. but you also have to you also have need your, your own space. personal space. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when Tom and I first got together, there was no time that we, we spent were apart. always together. I always. mean, he would, if anything, he would drive me to work. He'd pick me pick up, up. He'd be there. You know, I'd call. I need to be there in five, 10 minutes. Oh, like, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me. It is one of those things that I feel like. It's an important part of your relationship. It's the beginning. I think it's the establishing part of your relationship, right. the foundational. But then you also can't get stuck in the infatuation and, and think that you can't pursue other things outside of each other. Right. Because at the end of the day, like Dom and I, our likes are very similar, but they're also very different. Exactly. Our talents are very different from each other, but they balance each other out. They so do. I can help him. And he can help in, in what I'm supposed to do. And same same thing for him. Right. You know, so Dom can sing. But it wasn't... I'm gonna, this is going to be really funny. Oh, so... Yeah, yeah, she goes. And <laughs> I've always wanted to sing, okay? <laughs> Shut up, Dom. So, <laughs> in this, I've always, like, I've always asked God for this gift. But God... That ain't yours to have. God, I, I didn't get it. <laughs> And so in that, like Dom, if he was thinking, oh, I need to, you know, I need to have someone with that. I choose to be my wife and that's to another be a thing. certain way, <laughs> you know, no, right. Or to sing or that she can sing with me or that's whatever. So cheesy. <laughs> and, I can't know, stand those couples. So me being a PK, which is, if you don't know what that is, it's a pastor's kid. Um, you have a uh, automatic assumption that you're going to marry a pastor or a form of a pastor. So I remember when I went away to um, to school, I there are many people that thought that right that they're always like um, they were literally just like oh Meredith you're all you're gonna marry this person you're gonna marry someone like this people filling your head with nonsense and I married someone completely opposite <laughs> of that and let me tell you I appreciate that oh, yeah. I'm so glad oh, yeah. but in that is you have this idea you know in your head because how you grew up or whatever how you feel like what you're going to marry or what's good for you but you do it only based on your own personal interest and your own compatibility you're not really doing it in the big picture you're doing it in what your little bubble is right you know what i mean so gotta be careful with that infatuation all that's great but you you should have your own separate things so that's have to smith number two okay so myth number three (coughs) excuse me the belief that being compatible means that you like the same things or you see things alike or you agree on everything. Lie, lie, and lie. Yeah, because you have to. I think this is what brings diversity. It's a healthy balance, though, babe. Yeah. It brings diversity in your relationship right. when you can have some type of, 
you know, hey, you like this and hey, I like this. So let me like what you, let me be interested in what you like and then you'll be interested in what I like. But compatibility, basically what compatibility means is that you fit together. Right. That you make it work, even though your interests are in two, two separate entities that you. Oh, what's that? Entities. Entities. Oh, okay. Now don't ask me to spell that. Okay. I'm just saying. Big words, okay. But you remember, like, in the beginning of a relationship, right? You would always talk endlessly about nothing. Nothing whatsoever. Right? I feel like everyone who started their relationship, you'd be like... Just sit down repeating the same thing over and over again, but saying it in different ways. Literally talk three hours about what? About something stupid. What did we get accomplished, you know? I love you, you love me, I love you. Gosh, shut it up. <laughs> but in that is, you almost get a false idea of what compatibility right. is. Because like I said, we were talking about earlier in another myth is that you always put your best foot forward. So you're going to talk about, oh, he likes the same things I do. Oh, he has a, he loves God. Oh, he sings. Oh, he right. likes this music. And but he likes so this band. so much more. Right. And he likes, so he, has, he has this hobby and this whatever. Is that you have a false idea of what your mm-hmm. compatibility is. So you got to be careful with those things. Is be really careful everyone has their own thoughts. Everyone has their own beliefs. And regardless of what, you know, you ba- background you had, whatever, is you've got to come down to the point of is everyone has their own thought. Everyone has their own belief. Yes. And allow that to be. And that doesn't change your compatibility. And that's what makes your relationship beautiful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So myth number four. It says, my spouse should know what I want or I need. (laughs) And we've talked about this in communication podcast. So um, if you haven't heard that podcast, go to that podcast. Communication is her being heard, heard or being heard. Communication. Hearing and being heard. Hearing and being heard, yeah. Yes. I said heard and being heard. (laughs) (laughs) So that basically, we talk about that in, in just... Not being a mind reader, right? right? None of us are mind readers. Being open about how you feel and all that type of stuff. Right. And if you don't feel like you can be, just be. Right. Exactly. You just got to do it. Right. You know, regardless of how you're introvert, extrovert, whatever, you got to tell people what, what you're what Be you're open. Thinking. Absolutely. Be brutally honest. Absolutely. <laughs> myth, myth number five. Mm-hmm. You should always feel, and I do air quotation around feel, feel uh-huh. in love. No. And what I, this is the biggest one for me. Just feeling. You're going off of your feelings. Absolutely. You can't. You can't go off of feelings. You choose to to love. Yes. To me, there is no feeling in love. No. There's no. And this is where people get me about falling in and out of love. Yeah, that's retarded. And I've heard that time and time again about people in divorce is that. I just fell out of love. I fell out of love with them. How? How? You never love them to begin with. Exactly. Because you don't just fall out of love. No, you don't. You basically are telling when people, when I hear that people, I'm basically what I'm interpreting them saying is that I'm choosing not to be with this person anymore. Exactly. There's things and for what reason, right? Some of the most retarded reasons well, on this, earth is like, come on. Well, this is where they fail the dating part of their relationship, though. See, nothing changes. Everyone talks about, oh, when I got married, they changed. All no. that stuff was going on before. Exactly. So this is where people you're you didn't date them well. You were infatuated. Absolutely. And That's in like that, you said. And in that infatuation and in that false idea of your compatibility, you almost forced you to be compatible and exactly. you weren't you weren't really real. Mm-hmm. And so what you're doing was 
you're saying, hey, this person likes this. Oh, I like this. This person likes this. Right. And you're doing all this stuff. Well, no type of foundation. No. No. So Every, you're Everything feeling, is based off of sex and looks and, and how we look together <sighs> and how much money this person makes and all that type of stuff. And all that stuff matters, but you got to have some, some type of foundation. Well, there's no... If you're doing... Love is way more than all the stuff. I don't right. understand. Love is... If you're choosing to be with someone, that's where you, no matter what they do to you, you continue to love them. Exactly. Unconditionally. 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 And I feel like everyone has to get to that point in their marriage that they, is a healthy marriage would be, right. hey, I love you regardless of your temper. Or, hey, I love you regardless because you eat too much. Or, right. hey, I love you regardless of this and this and this, whatever and people it is. call those, um, <coughs> what's the thing? Line breakers. I keep calling it line breakers. Deal breakers. Deal breakers. Yeah. And it's not. These are just fickle, small things. Right. And you can't allow too much space in your relationship where you lose your connection, but you also can't have too much togetherness where you lose right. your individual self. Right. Because in a marriage, you have to, two individual people are coming together. But it all depends on what season your marriage is in. Because in some seasons, you might need to be apart to get some things accomplished. And in other seasons, you you need to pull together and block out all outside influences. Right. So it all depends on what season, you know, Well, and to, And to me, in a healthy marriage, not every day is going to be full of passion. Not every right. day is going to be full of infatuation. Right. Not every day is going to be full with, I want to jump your bones. Right. And not every day. Meredith, stop with the olden times sayings, <laughs> please. What, jump your bones? First is easy, breezy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> I did not know you Now it's jump your bones. That. Hoochie okay. mama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Jump your bones. Okay, what, what would be another <laughs> word for that? <laughs> you sound so old. Oh, my God. What would be another word for that? Sex. <laughs> okay, so not everything, <laughs> not everything is sex. Exactly, and not everything is that infatuation. Not Jumping everything, is, not everything, is your feeling. All those a healthy marriage, you have to recognize, like like you were saying about the seasons right. of your marriage, but you also have to say day in and day out. You know, today may be full of passion and we click on everything. Right. Then the next day we may be like at each other's throat. Right. But that shouldn't be like you were saying a lawn breaker, which is a deal breaker. Deal breaker. <laughs> but a deal breaker <laughs> is that that shouldn't be calls for divorce. And like be- you said, you choose. You choose every single Absolutely. day to make your marriage work. And my thing you is, have to. is what makes you love someone is because they continue to choose you in the midst of yourself. Exactly. And that's a healthy marriage that like for like I'll tell Dom, like Dom will be a witness to this. Every car that I've ever written to him when it comes to anniversary or whatever, I'll always say thank you for continuing to choose me. Exactly. And this is where it's important because tomorrow he could wake up and not choose me. Right. And but so I won't. Right. But I'm just saying is the choice is very real. And if you continue to make that choice and you understand in, in a marriage, a healthy marriage, right. that the infatuation is going to come and go. Some people just know. Some people know that they're going to be together forever. Some people know that what they want out of life. So I'm tired of these people talking about never say never. Just just because you live inside that world, don't try to force other people to be in that world with you. But that person who's talking like that has been tainted. Yeah. Again, that goes back to what we were talking about earlier in the podcast is perspective of marriage. It is tainted. Right. So you can't, it, inhabit, it inhibits you from having a good marriage yourself 
Because but you're not. But don't base your marriage off of other people's feelings. <laughs> you cannot do that. I know. But what I'm saying is people do that. They do that because it is a defense mechanism because they, because people don't want to get hurt. They put their walls up. They don't put the work in. That's what it all boils down to. But what it boils down to is for one, their choosing and how they choose sucks. The way they choose people, mm-hmm. it, it's not good. Like how we're talking about the different dating phases and all that right. kind of stuff. And dating in your marriage is you have to know this before you commit. Because exactly. if you're trying to make it right in your marriage with someone that's not compatible and it's not for you, then you should have dealt that with the dating part versus exactly. the marriage part. You know, these are people who you were talking about, like getting married in the infatuation part. You're getting married with someone that looks good right now. But think about in the future. You have children. You get old. Everything goes south. It's just one of those things is life is more than just a physical part of a relationship. Uh, Don't be marrying some tales from the crypt looking chick. (laughs) You know, but. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. (laughs) No, sometimes beauty is beauty and ugly is ugly. (laughs) Y'all should have seen Dom's face. (laughs) Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. (laughs) So mean. Only ugly people say that. <laughs> Thanks, Dom. <laughs> that is so mean. So those out of those five myths. <laughs> See, I'm going to give you guys <laughs> the real opinion. I'm just going to try to sugarcoat it for no, you. No, I'm, I'm giving you the optimistic person. <laughs> Dom's giving me the realist vibe over here. Oh, God. But in that is, you know, these are the five practical things. If we have, co- If we come up with more, we'll do a part two of this, but... For now, we came up with five, and I think these are just five practical ways to make your your marriage healthier. Right. It's to get the trouble out of your marriage. So if you, you're guilty of these things, make sure to change it. Make quality, quality, quality. quality and then if choices. anything, bring your spouse, and y'all listen to this podcast together, and go over these things together, and make sure that you have open communication with each other. Make sure that you can, both can talk about your feelings and both talk about what you like, which don't, and then think about how you can better your marriage and make it healthy. It's worth it. I'm telling you, it's worth it. <coughs> you have to have clear line of communication and and really seek to have a marriage that's close to perfection. Yep. And it's possible. And make it work and make it right. Right. Make have it to. right. Make it right. That's awesome. Well, this is another podcast. From the Love Grove. And so we're excited that you guys joined us. And um, we'll see y'all later on this week. All right. Thanks for listening to the Love Grove podcast with Meredith and Dami. Let us know your thoughts by leaving your review. And be sure to subscribe and share these episodes through iTunes. You can also connect with Meredith and Dami through Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until next time.